Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, January 12th. U.S. equity futures are essentially unchanged. So you have S&P futures down three points. Dow futures are down 17 points. NASDAQ futures are down 13 points. So, you know, call flat to down 10 basis points for U.S. equity futures, which is, um, you know, nothing compared to what happened yesterday on the upside. Europe is trading well. You have the major indices in Europe rallying about 60 basis points overall. Um, you're seeing outperformance in Europe in autos, basic resources, financials, real estate, and telecom. You're seeing underperformance in tech. You had a couple of uh, negative pre-announcements in the tech space in Europe, including Ubisoft and Logitech. Both those stocks are trading off more than 10% in Europe after negative pre-announcements. And then Asia, for the most part, finished higher. Uh, none of the gains were uh, enormous other than Australia, which rallied over a percent. Hang Seng um, finished higher by about 30 basis points. Mainland Shanghai Comp was uh, essentially flat. So obviously all the focus today is on the CPI. Um, I've written a lot about it yesterday um, and I have a lot in the piece this morning talking about it. Um, you know, I think in the very, very near term to the extent the recent rally has been predicated exclusively on expectations for a huge downside CPI today, then I think that it's very overdone. Um, and you're going to see some give back. But I also think that there's kind of a bigger picture trend underway, whereby it's not so much people are buying for this CPI in particular, it's more an embrace of this kind of, you know, quote unquote, soft landing narrative. Um, you know, remember, everyone came into this year expecting a recession, expecting inflation to stay elevated, expecting, you know, hawkish Fed policy, negative earnings, et cetera, et cetera, um, and negative price action for at least Q1, if not further. And I think in the last week and a half, that viewpoint has started to evolve, whereby a soft landing scenario um, is seeping further into the narrative, and that's causing a lot of um, positioning adjustments. And that's really what you've been seeing now in the last couple of days. So, I, you know, if if I had to, um, you know, discount what happens in the in the knee jerk reaction to the CPI, it's probably on the downside. But I don't think you're really going to see everything that we've um, witnessed on the upside in terms of the rally given back. Um, and, it, and it feels like this market is heading towards at least 4,100. Um, you know, that still is the fundamental ceiling. So we're really not that far from that level. So it's hard to kind of sit here and be extremely bullish. Um, but, you know, like I said, I don't think that you're going to see kind of this swift, huge slump after the CPI hits. So I have a lot more that I talk about in the piece. So take a look at it. Um, other than the CPI, there's not too much else to talk about. You did have Chinese inflation numbers out, um, not really terribly controversial, the CPI and the PPI. Um, you had the uh, a new ECB consumer expectation survey that hit this morning that was positive because you had a decline in um, consumer inflation expectations. So obviously, it's a big theme in Europe that's moving in the right direction. Um, there is kind of growing anticipation for next week's BOJ meeting. So remember the BOJ surprise markets last late last year by um, increasing the uh, ceiling on its bond market. So you have coming into another BOJ meeting next week. You have the yen rallying about a percent this morning. You know some chatter that the BOJ could surprise again. Um, I don't think they will. I think um, you know you're now kind of in this in this realm where. We're waiting to hear about the leadership change at the BOJ. Remember, the current Corona is due to step down at the end of March. Um, and so I think kind of the next big policy adjustment to the extent it happens will um, happen once that new leadership is in place. So I don't think you're going to see a big BOJ shock, but that is um, 
that BOJ meeting coming up next week is certainly getting a lot more attention. Uh, on the earnings front, you did have, like I said earlier, a few pre-announcements. So Logitech and Ubisoft in Europe are off big on their reports. Taiwan semi-reported earnings. Um, you know, the guidance for Q1 revenue was underwhelming. Management's talking about um, you know ongoing headwinds in the first half of this year, but they sounded upbeat on the second half of this year, or at least anticipate a rebound in the second half of the year. The CapEx guidance for 2023 is about in line with the street. Um, you had KB Homes out last night in the U.S., a small U.S. home builder, kind of directionally, a lot of the trends that one would expect, a huge drop in orders, um, you know, but I think this current environment with regards to U.S. housing is a lot different, a lot more benign than, um, you know, what you saw in 2006, 2007. Um, we're certainly not on the cusp of repeating that. Um, very negative PC numbers for Q4. I talk a lot more about that in the piece. Disney is going to face a proxy battle from Nelson Peltz as he looks to get on the board. Um, you had Starbucks come out, and Starbucks is the latest big company to kind of issue a um, a uh, demand to its workers that they return to the office more frequently. So this that's becoming a bigger theme, uh, and that's essentially all the major. Th- trends, themes and trends overnight in terms of news for the calendar today. Um, you really just kind of have the CPI at 830 and you also have a handful of Fed speakers. So Harker, Bur- Harker Bullard and Barkin. Um, and that's essentially it. You have nothing else scheduled as far as earnings are concerned. You may see another, uh, you know, a handful of pre-announcements. And then tomorrow morning, you kick off the formal Q4 reporting season. So tomorrow morning before the open, you have Bank America, Bank of New York, BlackRock, City, Delta, First Republic, J.P. Morgan, United Health, and Wells Fargo, um, and then the uh, season really gets going next week. And that is everything for today, Thursday, January twelfth. Thank you for listening.